Well, hey everyone, welcome to Trust the Trail. We are your outdoor guides, Ariane Petrucci and Scott Jans. This is episode 139, The Winds of Change. On this episode, we come to you from our, our brand new location, which is our 1976 vintage Airstream. Yes, it is finally done and we are in it. How will this change the way we podcast? We also will talk about getting ready to head into the Okefenokee Swamp. You won't believe the temps as we get into the water. It was very chilly. Then finally, how do you deal with change on the trail? Or in life for that matter? You can always join in on our discussion on our Facebook group page. Just go to facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash trust the trail and join our podcast family. Come hang out with us and be a part of our community. So first things first, obviously Ariane is not here. That is because she is in the swamp. (laughs) Second. Sincere apologies for not getting a episode out last Thursday. That was not our intention. We had no to little internet and it was crazy time. We had pulled our Airstream on its main voyage and we had no idea what to expect. Zero. It had never even driven 10 feet in the last three years, let alone... Uh, seven hours to Tampa, Florida, but we made it. We're here. It's everything is great. It's going good. And that's a lot of what I want to talk about because I saw a lot of similarities between adaptation and being to adapt into your environment versus not being able to adapt in your environment, specifically on the trail and in life, because this is a huge change for Ariane and myself. So I definitely wanted to share that with you today and get your opinion on it. So big, big apologies for not getting that uh, episode out last week. I'm very sorry about that, but I think we are on the right track now. Um, So let's talk about a little little bit about the swamp. We are here with some of our favorite uh, listeners, some of our favorite uh, people, um, some of them are Patreon uh, supporters of the podcast, and some of them have never even gotten into a kayak before ever. Uh, One of them we met in Michigan just randomly. We met this person in Michigan for the first time. And that is Randy. Randy's never kayaked before. And she came all the way down from Minnesota to go into the Okefenokee Swamp, which was really cool. But it has been last week, the temperatures were like 75, lows in the 60s. It was unseasonably warm for January. And of course it waited into all of us, it it, it waited to the weather change for all of us to get here. And last night's low was 28 degrees. So we pushed Ariane off. She's leading the group this time because we have the two dogs in the Airstream. So she led the group. It 
it was it was cold this morning and you could see the look on everybody's face were like yeah we're excited but man is it cold and so they got all they got in the water today and they pushed off approximately 8:30 a.m. this morning in the Okefenokee swamp to do their two-night three-day paddle. So cannot wait to hear how everything went for those guys. Very very exciting. We had a full group go and the book the, the trip was booked uh, about a week and a half after we posted that. So and then I'm going to give some updates also on this podcast about the Grand Canyon adventure and where 2020 is going to lead us and because there's some big, huge changes for Ariana and myself. We're going to talk about that too. So let's kind of talk a little bit about this whole Airstream gig and how this is going to affect the podcast and how this is going to affect how we travel and where we go and how we put together trips in the future. So we, three years ago, as many of you know, we decided to renovate a 1976 vintage Airstream. And it looked many times like we were never going to be able to get it done. Uh, There was a lot of heartache. There was a lot of tribulation there was a lot of uh there was a lot of times where it just had overwhelmed us and we we didn't think we were going to get it done now the reason we bought the airstream in the first place was when we would go out to the grand canyon we'd take these um, we would take uh, our guests people that we were guiding to these specific places we found out that lodging was just killing us it was very expensive not only did we fly and then we rented the van to pick people up from the airport and then we'd get to the trailhead the van would would sit there for you know four four or five days and that was a huge expense of course the van was empty and then we had to pay for lodging so early on um we thought that the best way to go was to kind of live full-time in um an RV, in in this particular case, an Airstream. And so we could go from national park to national park to remote places, wilderness areas. And we would be able to, you know, provide a better service because we, you know, we were right there. So we renovated this Airstream. It's done. I can't believe I'm in Folkestone, Georgia in the airstream (laughs) recording the podcast it's been nuts it's i just can't even explain uh, how great it is to be here so we pulled it out of atlanta last monday to head down to tampa because we were doing a big meetup out there uh, and we premiered our documentary on the renovation of our Airstream Argosy on a big, tiny farm. So, uh, because the whole renovation took place on the farm. Uh, If you want to see the documentary, you can. It's on on a different brand of ours called This Nomadic Idea. And that is on our YouTube channel, This Nomadic Idea. But the documentary is there. You can see exactly what the renovation process was like. It's about 33 minutes long. 
Um, but you can go check that out if you'd like to. And we're done. We're proud. It's 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 happening. And the whole idea now is becoming reality. So here we are. We're in Folkestone, Georgia. We're three miles away from the visitor center at the Okefenokee Swamp. Uh, and we pushed off today. I've got the two dogs and Ariana's guiding a trip uh, while I um, sit back with the dogs. And then with the next group, I go into the swamp and Ariane comes back and sits with the dogs. So this is it. We're here. Um, years and years of planning and trying to work logistics out. It's uh, we're here. And so it's very, very exciting to not only uh, be a part of the Airstream's main voyage, but uh, with my carpentry skills, my uh, and, and uh, being a, learning how to be an electrician, a plumber, and everything else, uh, it's still holding together. So I think everything is everything is kind of worked out really good. Nothing nothing disastrous happened, and um, you know a couple things here and there. But for the most part, uh, you know, um, we had to turn this thing around on the farm. And then Monday morning I left and I had no idea if this thing was going to make uh, a mile or if it was going to make seven hours on the highway. And it worked out. It worked out beautifully. The backpacking van uh, towed it perfectly. And it, it just all worked out. So we're, we're really, really super happy to be able to share that with you guys. That uh, three years uh, of hard work and planning and preparing, which uh, we always talk about on this podcast, really does pay off in the end. Uh, and, and I kind of want to, the crux of the podcast today is um, really that whole part of change in your life. And so, um, you know, I know when... I hike the Appalachian Trail, and I know when Ariana hikes the Appalachian Trail, and when we go backpacking all the time, um, you know, change is inevitable. It it's not only uh, predictable; it's inevitable. It's going to happen on the trail. And when I talk about change, I talk about you know, it's you. You're not going to be comfortable. It's out of your comfort zone. And the one trend that I see and the one common denominator that I see is that that backpackers, when they are out on the trail, specifically long-distance backpackers, whether you're hiking the Pacific Crest Trail, the Appalachian Trail, doesn't make any difference, that the easier that you have been able to train yourself to adapt to change, the more successful you're going to be. And I, I would say of all the common denominators, if you had to put a common denominator together as far as what makes a successful thru-hiker um, or, or a successful person that can get from point A to point B, it's that the more, uh, the more that you can become adaptable to your environment, the better chances you're going to have to accomplish your goal. Now, what, how, how do you become, how, how does that happen? You know, how, how do you just automatically adapt to your environment? Well, I think it has a lot to do with practice, practice, practice. But I also think it has a lot to do with, you know, fear and 
I know this is a cliche, but really is trusting the trail that you are on in life, that you're on the right trail, that you're, you're, you're exactly where you need to be in your life. I know that sometimes that's hard to, to kind of phantom and, and grab your, you know, grab your brain around, but, um, there are so many times that you doubt, I know for me and for Ariane, that we doubt the path that we're on. And when we doubt the path that we're on, it, 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 it seems like it becomes harder and we fight it. And I think that, uh, when one of the things that, and I've talked about this on the podcast before, but one of the major changes I had when I was backpacking, um, and when I was hiking the Appalachian Trail in, in, in 2003, it was a very wet year. It rained, it rained, it rained, it rained. And at one point in time, you know, I was pretty done. I was pretty ready to quit. Like, I didn't sign up for, you know, it, it raining for 21 days straight. And at one time, at one point in time, I had to come to, I have I just had to come to peace with it. I, I, I had to find a way to, you know, um, be happy that it was raining and I, and that's so hard to do. I, th I think the same thing with, you know, trying to live your dream. It, it's just going to be so hard. It's not going to be given to you on a silver platter. Uh, hiking the Appalachian trail or the Pacific crest trail from one end to another, it will probably be one of the hardest things mentally and then physically you'll ever do. And, and, and to become, to be able to, to adapt to the, um, to all of the changes, and not only changes to your body, but changes to you mentally. And it not only changes to your body and in your mental state of mind, but the changes of weather and the changes of terrain and the changes that are going to happen on a daily basis. I mean, if you're given one day, a 24-hour day, specifically in... Um, some areas of the Pacific Crest Trail, you could get 80 degree weather, you could get you know 30 degree weather, you get snow and rain, and that's all in one day. I know Ariane experienced that on the Appalachian Trail a few years ago in the Smokies. It was 85 degrees one day, and then you know five days later she was hiking in four inches of snow. So I think that if you can become adaptable in you know your life. And um, specifically on the trail, you're much more, uh, you've given yourself better than average odds to, to be able to do a long distance trail. Um, and we're getting into hiking season. Hiking season's right around the corner, even though I feel like it's uh, back in winter again, and it sure has been cold outside. But this is the, this is the best time to train. So let me give you an example of change and being adaptable and in 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 kind of training yourself to do that so shirley is here shirley is a listener she's a member of our group in the trusted trail podcast facebook group uh, she went on a backpacking boot camp class with us and shirley's here and so uh shirley's background is she's a diving instructor so, you know, she's, she knows a lot about how hard and, and, the, and the, the science and the, the 
technical aspects of being a diver. I mean, you can't play with that stuff. That's some dangerous stuff. Well, it was really cold the last two nights, folks. I mean, it got down to 28 degrees. And so, uh, and then there was a little breeze. And so it was really cold. Uh, Shirley had a choice. She could have come into the Airstream and we, you know, we've got the van. Ariana and I slept in the van uh, with a little buddy heater. And then, you know, we're, we plugged in to, uh, to electric here at the little campground we're in. So we had an electric blanket and we had heat in the Airstream. We invited Shirley. Say, Shirley, come on in. Come on into the, to the Airstream. Get warm. She was hammock camping. She had set up her hammock. And she said, you know... I'm never going to learn winter camping in a hammock if I don't go out in the cold. And kudos to Shirley. Um, that is that is the epitome of really a, try, learning to be adaptable. And so, you know, you, you become ready for those, even though that's a big change for her. And it's a big change for anybody to come, you know, one day you're, you're in a, 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 a nice warm bed or you're in a, you know, you're in a comfy situation to go out and sleep outside in the cold in a hammock. But she did it. And she said, no, I want to learn how to do this. You know, I want to, if I fail, I fail. If I get too cold, I'll knock on the door. But I'm going to go do this and I'm going to, I'm going to learn how this works with the hammock. And so Ariane and I were, were, were very impressed. We're really, really super proud of her. And, um, you know, she had the Gore-Tex sleeping bag and, and she was ready. And I think that's one of the things that backpackers, um, can kind of learn as they're, if you're, if you're getting ready to hike the Appalachian Trail in 2020, that's the kind of stuff that you need to do to, to kind of learn how to, adapt yourself to change and get ready for the trail. That's the perfect, perfect example what to do. If you fail, you're going to learn. If you were successful, you learned how to do it. And so that's the beauty of that portion of change. The other thing too, is that, you know, if change is always going changes change is so inevitable that to to think that you know the, the you're going to get you know the, the the gear that you bought or you know your your boots or your shoes that all the gear research that you did if you thought if you think that that's going to be um, the cure for all from start to finish well I got news for you you, you got another thing coming because gear is going to change. You're going to adapt to different gear. What you thought was perfect, you're going to find out, man, I don't know what I was thinking. And so Jack is here. Um, Jack Masters was here. Uh, he took our Appalachian Trail prep class. And Jack has done, he did 700 miles. Then he had a medical condition. He went back out and did 1,100 miles. And he's almost done. And he's in the kayak for the first time. And some of the gear that he bought when he first started the Appalachian Trail, he's changed. 
he's figured it out. I mean, that man, when, when he, when we put all of his gear in his canoe, <laughs> it was all backpacking gear. He, he didn't hardly have anything <laughs> like Jack, you know, you, you can kind of splurge a little bit. You're not backpacking. You can, you can put some weight in your canoe because that's all I need. And, and that's, that's the thing about, you know, adapting to your environment and, you know, when you've been through the fire and you've been through the rain and you've been through the cold, the sleet, this, you know, but when you've been through all that stuff on the trail and you have, ex you've successfully adapted to everything that mother nature has thrown at you, then you, know, you can, you can, you can pretty much adapt to anything. And I know for me, when I got off the Appalachian trail, I was a much different person. Um, I, I think we've joked about this on the podcast before, um, but, you know, for me, you know, when I was stuck in a parking lot in my car and it was pouring rain before I hiked the trail, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't get out of the car. I'm like, oh my God, I could get wet. But now I, who cares? I, I could care less if I get wet because, you know, you, you've done that and I know rain and water is not going to hurt you. So um, so that was really cool to see, uh, Jack and Shirley, um, and what they've learned. We have another person who's never gone backpacking before in her life. Um, but she's got this adventure spirit. She wants to push herself and she wants to be, she wants to learn how to be uncomfortable to be comfortable. And she's in Minnesota. And so she came all the way down here. And so, you know, 28 degrees, everyone's going, oh, my God, it's kind of cold and blah, 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 and bitter. And, you know, Randy kept on saying, yeah, I'm from Minnesota. This is like the first day of spring out here. So her adaptability was completely different where people were, you know, looking at 28 degrees as cold. Randy was said, yeah, that this isn't that cold. I left. It was like minus 20. So. You know, so I, I, I think change on the trail and is inevitable. It's going to happen. And I think the people that can embrace that change and then adapt to that change in a good, positive mental attitude are the people that make a through hike possible. I think those seem to be the common denominator for people that finish a through hike or keep backpacking and they just keep going and they just keep going out there because they realize that once you've kind of done this a couple of times and you've seen the worst of the weather, you've seen the best of the weather, um, you've, you've, you've experienced your gear failure. You've, you've experienced almost anything that mother nature can throw at you and you're, you're, you survived, you're here, you're, you're still happy. Um, those seem, that seems to be where people just keep going back. And those are the people that, um, it, it they keep going backpacking. Uh, you know, I, I know for Ariana and myself, you know, we, we just don't, you know, we live so minimal now. And that, that was the whole purpose of the Airstream to live a very minimal life and not have a lot of stuff where we don't have to worry about a lot of stuff. And, and we're doing it. It took a long time, but I think if you keep on pushing yourself to be uncomfortable, to get comfortable and you set your goals to what you want and, 
you you really keep pursuing and not giving up and and testing yourself and and like Shirley did like you know I'm not I'm not going to learn it if I'm not out in it and I think if you keep doing that keep doing that you're going to find that change isn't really that tough anymore in fact change is pretty much uh, a part of life when you look at it very closely a lot of people don't like change very much I know for this week change for us was kind of like a big you know big uh, slap in the back of the head we knew it was coming it, we we expected it we that's what we wanted we asked for it and then all of a sudden I'm towing a 1976 Airstream down Highway 75 going to Florida. And I kept on looking in, in the side view mirror. I couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe Lucy, that's the name of her Airstream. I couldn't believe it was behind us. And, you know, here I am. I, I go to, to this uh, big meetup at the Tampa RV show. And here's Lucy among, you know, hundred thousand two hundred thousand three hundred thousand dollar rvs and meeting my friends and everybody wanted to come look at the vintage airstream and it made that whole thing worthwhile and you know doing that and then coming down here and and, and meeting all of our podcast listeners and our friends and and this what this is what it was all about and so you know, change sometimes is, you know, be careful what you ask for. <laughs> you may just get it. And change is exciting and it's new. And I'm, I, I feel really good to be doing our podcast from our Airstream tonight in Folkestone, Georgia. We are at the Traders Hill Campground in Ariane and Randy and Jack and Lisa, who went on to our Isle Royale trip. And Randy... Uh, there and then we have our friend Jim they're in the swamp and this is what that's what it's all about so really 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 very grateful tonight that all of that is that's happening so um, this is going to be a little bit of a shorter podcast because I hate doing these things alone without Ariane she's really the crux of the podcast she does absolutely help um, get things going for us and again we totally apologize for missing the episode uh, last week, but in the middle of the pulling the airstream for the first time and having no internet and then scrambling around trying to figure out how we're going to uh, post it and where we're going to do the podcast from um, we, because it was noisy over there. It was really super noisy. We had two generators running side by side of, of the airstream with no internet. So it, that change, having to adapt to that, that's going to be part of, and sometimes it could be a part of our, our new lives as we full-time it in the Airstream. So uh, podcasting from now on in a 1976 vintage Airstream brought to you by Trustin Trail, Scott and Ariane. So you guys, thank you so much for listening. If you enjoy the podcast, please post a comment on Apple Podcasts or iTunes or any of your other favorite podcast podcatchers it really helps spread the word and we really super appreciate it shout out to our lovely and amazing facebook members thank you for posting uh this week and thank you for posting when we've been kind of like out of sync for a second and thank you for keeping the group 
uh, always fresh and always exciting. Really appreciate you guys for doing that. And also our patrons. Um, thank you so much for your support. John Phillips, Rick, Jerry, Shirley, Jerry, Suzanne Johnson, Brad Wolf, Helene, Mike Pellet, Jacqueline, Danny Bowen, Jack Masters, Amy Tappendorf, Jeff Nyman, Kathy Kennison, and Bob Esser and Matthew Creecroft. Thank you guys so much. Patreon, by the way, is a secure platform that lets you support your favorite podcast. All you need to do is create an account and then go to Trust the Trail Podcast and as little as $2 a month, get special benefits for exclusive content. If you go over to uh, Backpacking Blisters with uh, Carl, um, we are on their last episode. So we, we co-share that uh, podcast with them. Um, Backpacking and Blisters, uh, that podcast, Ariane and I are on that. So if you want to go over there and give those guys support, um, that would be great. If you want to listen to like their ver version of the podcast, that would be awesome. Our podcasts, of course, are available on any of your favorite podcatchers. And if we're not on one, let us know and we'll get one on you. We'll get it on there for you. We're on iHeartRadio, Spotify, iTunes, all of your favorite podcatchers. You can also follow us on Instagram and Trust the Trail Facebook page. So remember, you guys, the trail is a very mysterious, complex um, journey that you're on. And it gives you ultimately everything that you need if you're looking closely for it. So remember, trust the trail. Bye, you guys.